0: Hey, homemakers, welcome back to another episode of the Happy as a Homemaker podcast. I am Chandler, your host. If I sound a little spacey, it's because I'm recording at a time I normally don't. It is 6 a.m. and I'm just not used to getting up and using my brain in this way. So but um, I just have kind of a crazy day and wanted to go ahead and get this out there for you all. I went on Instagram, I had two ideas for today's episode, and I'm a little offended that you all didn't want to hear about my kitchen gadgets, okay? <laughs> I, I, it, that was the two options. I either, I had an episode planned about my favorite kitchen gadgets, or um, what my daughter has taught me about femininity, which is what today's episode is about. What? You don't want to hear about my kitchen gadgets? Okay, actually, some of you did pick the kitchen gadgets, so I might end up doing that episode anyway because I think it could be helpful. Um, And they're practical, of course. It's not like these crazy Amazon kitchen gadgets, okay? But anyway, today's episode is very sweet. Um, Before we get into it, I want to remind you about the monthly book giveaway I have going on, so all you have to do to enter it is to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star rating and or review, and you will be entered to win a book that I choose, a highly influential book, Um, and I announce the winner the last Wednesday of every month, so we have another giveaway coming up in a couple weeks, so be sure to go leave me a review, five stars or just a rating is fine too. And um, yeah, I will pick a winner. So um, yeah, I think that's it as far as announcements go. Let's go ahead and get into the podcast. So yeah, today's episode's really sweet. And I was actually reminiscing this morning when I was making my coffee about how I remember um, finding out the gender of my daughter when, when I was pregnant and my heart kind of sank a little and it's not that i like passionately didn't want a daughter but i just didn't um i didn't think i would be a good girl mom and i've always been like more of a tomboy like super when i was growing up i was a super tomboy like i dressed in boy clothes and that's actually a story i would like to tell one day um about all of that and um yeah it's just isn't it just so neat how we think we know what we need you know and then god gently says no or maybe not so gently sometimes and gives us something else and we just have to trust him and and know that he knows best and um i obviously couldn't Imagine not having my precious daughter, and she's just such a delight and a joy. And I love having a little girl. And I actually um, like. I hope and pray that I have more little girls one day because it's just so fun. And obviously, I love my son too. Like they're both fun for different reasons. Um, but I see like little baby girl clothes all the time. And obviously, a lot of you all know I'm really into sewing right now. And I'm like, oh, I hope that I have a little girl, another little girl, so that I can like make her all the clothes. Um, but anyway, I also want to want to note that while these are things that I've just kind of naturally noticed in my daughter, I know that I know that um, not all little girls are this way, and I have not. What's so fascinating to me though is how different my son and my daughter is. And I go back and forth wondering is this a boy versus a girl thing? Or is this they're just two different people thing? And I think it's a little bit of both, you know. Um, I think it, I I know that um, while God did create men and women very differently and we have different roles on this earth and all of those things. there's no like i mean there there are some like you know but it it's it's not that every single girl must love pink or anything like that you know like femininity is so much more than that and it's expressed very differently in lots of different women and i don't know i guess what i'm trying to say is i don't i don't want anyone to think that i'm saying if you want to be a good biblical woman, like you have to do these things or anything like that. It's for me, um, kind of diving into femininity and like traditional femininity and all of that. It's really just been more of like a celebration and, um, just really taking a delight in who the Lord made me to be. And, um, I think that I denied being feminine for so long and, um, like just denied that part of myself. And so now I, it's like, I'm on the other end of the spectrum, you know, I'm like, oh, like, I'm so happy that the Lord made me a woman. Like, I'm so happy. Like, I'm just, I love being a woman and I just want to like shout it from the rooftops. And I I want to be more feminine because I'm just so happy to be a woman. So I just don't want anyone to think that I'm I'm like saying that you have to fit into this box. Like, I don't want to, I don't know. I hope that that makes sense. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Enough, enough rambling from me. So, okay. I have five things that I've noticed about my daughter that has taught me about Femininity. And these are things that I've just naturally noticed in her. And of course, I have nurtured them because I see that they are good, like feminine qualities. And I've tried to nurture them and help steward them. And I think that as mothers and as fathers, um, I think those are good things to do. Or even as a mother in my son, when I see more masculine things in him. I, I hope to nurture that in him as well, the best that I can. Um, and I think that my, my husband will do that, um, and help with him more in that way. But, um, I think that it's good to know like some general guidelines, um, so that you can kind of naturally, like if you see your daughter pick up a baby doll, you know, being like, Oh, like we should feed, maybe we should feed the baby, like maybe we should change the baby's diaper or we can rock the baby to sleep, like something like that. So that's a very basic example. Okay, Chandler, go ahead and get the episode. (laughs) Okay, so number one is my favorite. Every day is a good day to wear a dress. Now, this is why I said you do not have to wear a dress to be like a good quote unquote woman or anything like that, but Um, you can really generalize this, but she has a little wardrobe, like you open it up and I have her dresses hanging in there and she always, every single day for probably the past year, I will say, what do you want to wear today? And she always says a dress (laughs) and it's like the sweetest thing ever and, um, I, you know, I am not particularly dressy. I try to get dressed every day and I do, this is something that I've been working on more is um, wearing pretty clothes and really just enjoying being a woman and being a girl who can, who can wear pretty colors and frills. And again, like if you're not this way and you don't want to dress this way, that's fine. And you can still be an amazing womanly woman, you know, but I just think it's so sweet how she also not only wants to wear a dress, but she wants to wear her best dresses. And I don't know if you all, you probably do follow um, the Daily Connoisseur. She's more of a YouTuber, but she does have Instagram and an author. She, she's written um, several amazing books, but she, she kind of invented the 10 item wardrobe. Like, she had a famous TED talk and um, talking about the 10 item wardrobe and um, her famous viral, I don't know. Um, but she talks about wearing your best clothes every day because her kind of thing is like, what's the point in having all of these nice clothes if you're only ever going to wear them? Um, like, for special occasions, a few times a year, you know, life is too short to not wear your prettiest dress every day, or like your prettiest clothes every day, and I think, I really see that in my daughter, you know, she sees um, a beautiful dress in her wardrobe that uh, someone got her, or I got her, or whatever, And she wants to wear it today. Why not? You know, I want to, I want to be pretty and wear my prettiest dress today. (laughs) So I just love that in her. And she just really inspires me to look pretty and to wear dresses and to wear nice clothes. I just love that about her. So number two is delighting in the little things. And this A lot of these things might just be toddler things, (laughs) Um, but I just think it's so sweet how she just delights in these little details of life, and I think that's a really important part of being a homemaker because I think that it's really easy to get bogged down in the mundane or get tired of your home. A lot of us are living on Um, a a more modest income, and, you you know, day-to-day life can just kind of drag on, but my daughter's so sweet because just, like, the simplest little thing will make her so happy, like a pretty teacup or a flower on the side of the road when we're taking a walk, Um, a ladybug on the window, if I clean her sheets, she's thrilled, you know, to have um, a nice made bed and clean bed sheets. It's just so sweet. And I think that that's something that we can learn from is just taking delight and pleasure in little things. I've, I've noticed that in myself. Um, I, over the past like six months, I've worked to, I used to be like a really big, uh, like minimalist and I had All white dishes, and I all of my um, mugs, my coffee mugs were like just thrifted, um, old, you know, not pretty, like dark colored um, coffee mugs. And I, for Christmas, my husband got me these like pretty, bright colored coffee mugs. And I bought some like pretty, I talk about, I feel like I'm always talking about my lemon plates, <laughs> but I got these like little saucers that have lemons on them. And I just am so happy in the afternoon if I make a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. And it's just this like pretty little thing to look at. And I used to think it was so, people like that were so just silly, <laughs> but now I'm just, I'll just sit there and drink my coffee. And I'm like, I'm so happy right now because my mug is pink and or periwinkle, or whatever, and my plate has lemons on it, and this coffee's delicious, and everything is just fine in the world. <laughs> so that's another one. Okay, number three is enthusiasm, being enthusiastic about pretty much everything. Now, obviously, again, she's a toddler, so um, that's not always the case. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> We're not always cheerful, but I try, and. I guess I mean whenever I give her a task, like watering the plants or um, going out, you know, maybe uh, after dinner. She loves to go outside and look at the moon with my husband. And um, it's just so sweet. She's just so enthusiastic about life. And I think about this, this one, really all of these is some of the femininity videos that I've seen on YouTube, they talk a lot about like Disney princesses and how they obviously, you know, we can talk about our issues with Disney and all of that, but at the end of the day, a lot of them are very naturally feminine and I think that that's why little girls are so drawn to them and they're just naturally like very enthusiastic um, I'll go ahead and get um, give you all the next one. Number four is curious and adventurous. And I see this a lot in um, like Disney princesses too. They're, and I think that this is something that like the realities of life and as we grow up. And I think this is why we should, well, not should, but we could be a little more careful with how much like news and stuff that we're taking in because it can really just kill that like happy, um, joyful, cheerful, enthusiastic, curious, adventurous spirit in us, right? Like, you know, I look at my daughter and she she's two and a half. She has no idea the horrors of the world. She doesn't know about, you know, abortion and um, all of these Horrible things that are going on in the world, right? Like she, she doesn't know, and of course, uh, you know, and she's just so innocent and and precious, and and uh, you know, it's just, I just don't want to taint that, you know. I of course, like we will teach our children about all of these things um, as we see fit over time as they grow up and need to know these things, but um, current events and all of that, um, but. I, I hope that I I don't want to teach her to dwell and obsess over, you know, I used to do I used to be really bad about that. I've talked about that before. There was a time where I was just really, you know, the 2016 election and I was just really into politics and just taking it all in and this was so new to me and I was kind of a new Christian and um new to theology and all of that and I just it was like I would watch YouTube videos and listen to podcasts, and I would just obsess over the news, and it just really crushed my spirit. It really did, and my husband noticed, and it was just not a good time. Um, it it was it was good because I think I learned a lot and really kind of developed my um, worldview, but. I think that we we just need to be careful because we it's like we are in a lot of ways we're stronger than we think, but then in a lot of ways we're weaker than than we think, and we we just don't need to be necessarily just like consuming all of this stuff all the time, in my opinion, or at least dwelling on it, right? Um, so anyway, curiosity, adventure, and adventure, not being so practical and such a realist. Um, I think this can really help your marriage. At least it did mine being a little bit more like along for the ride and just really kind of having like a childlike trust in our husbands, I think really encourages them and makes them feel unstoppable and makes them just feel like they, like you are behind them in whatever they do. Um, like I do this. Um, I try to do this when we're on trips, like we're going on a trip this weekend and we went on, on a trip to the mountains a couple weeks ago. And, um, like, I just really like to kind of leave things up to him and, or even on the weekends or when you're going out to eat, you know, like people always laugh that like women just don't know. And I'm like, well, if your woman can't decide, like, just pick for them, like, you know, if You know, you see, like, these memes about men always saying, like, my girl, just, like, she never knows what she wants to eat. Well, then just pick for her. Maybe she just wants you to decide, you know? Um, So I tell my husband a lot. I'm like, I truly don't know or care, but what I do want is for you to decide (laughs) on a lot of things. Um, I talked recently, and I hope to talk about this more when I feel a little bit more comfortable, but... I recently have given, I mean, I don't want to say like I've given him the full reins, but like what little grip I had the reins on of like our financial life, I have completely given it up to him. And I have truly, I think that has been, it's, it's not for everyone, but it has been such an amazing thing to do. Like for our marriage, for our money, for my husband, um, his like motivation. I just, I can't talk about it too much since like, you know, it's still kind of a new thing, but yeah, I literally, I don't, you know, I'm living, I'm living the true oppressed, (laughs) uh, Domestic housewife life. Like, I don't look at our bank account. I ask my husband for permission to buy things, and I wouldn't have it any other way. It's so amazing, truly. Not saying it's for everyone, but it's been such a delight for me. And I think it's really helped me to open up that just childlikeness in me where I just am trusting of him and trusting of the Lord. And it's a little bit actually, it's a lot a bit lighter of a load on me. And I just don't think about those things or dwell on those things. And I focus on what I can control. So anyway, I'm, I'm being a little tangenty this morning, aren't I? Okay, let's go ahead and get into number five. Girlishness. Now, if I think I've talked about the book, Fascinating Womanhood. Now there are two, well, but there's a few, it's kind of confusing, but the original book is called *Fascinating Womanhood*, and um, it's by Helen Andelin. And her daughter, Dixie, wrote some updated, like some updated versions of *Fascinating Womanhood*. And in one of those, I'm not entirely sure which one, she talks about girlishness and how it is different than <clears throat> like a immature kind of girly. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's, it's not this like immature girlishness. It's, it's more precious. And I think about this with my daughter, how, let me give you some examples. So like how, if I turn on a song that she likes, or a lot of the time she says, will you play ballet music? I will turn on some ballet music and she'll just start dancing and prancing around the room. Um, Or when she's really excited about something, she will flap and clap her hands. And I think it's so sweet because it's like she just can't control. And like that's just her natural reaction is to like flap her hands and clap them like you might see um, like a really girly girl, you know, portrayed in movies. But that's just what she naturally does because she's just so excited and it's so girly and sweet. Um she's very excitable. Um, she's very emotional. And, um, I don't mean that in like a negative way. Like, um, I was always a very emotional child. I still am pretty emotional. Um, but I learned to suppress it for so many years because I learned that it was wrong and bad. And I actually tried to be the other way. Obviously I'm an adult. So like, I don't just like have tantrums and I don't just start crying, you know, for no reason, but rather, um, if something makes me really happy or really sad, um, or is, is really funny, I try to, I try to just naturally let that flow. And, um, I just see that in my daughter. Like I, they, they, She's just naturally very emotional. Now, again, I know like kind of all toddlers are, but um, I don't know. I just think it's different with with a little girl, and it's just kind of like a precious thing. Like like watching a movie. You know, not I don't I haven't watched a movie with my daughter. She just doesn't have the attention span for it yet. But um, if I'm watching a movie with my husband and something really moves me and it makes me cry. I used to just hold that back, but I think that our husbands actually think that's really precious in us a lot of the time. And then, yeah, being more silly, trying to laugh more, um, being friendly. Um, I have another episode idea I really want to do for you all is about like the whole cool girl syndrome that I totally suffered with. And I think that um, it kind of went hand in hand with me trying like denying my femininity and wanting to be more boyish, wanting to be one of the guys kind of thing. Like, um, and i have really been working to reduce that in terms of cultivating friendships, like just being a friendly girl, just being a, a sweet, kind, friendly girl, um, happy, like silly, you know, funny, Um, if, if I feel a certain way, like, um, a friend of mine and we just have like just one of those like really sweet connections and I, we were texting the other day and you know, she was like, Oh, I'm just so, I, I just love you so much. And I just love your family. And I was like, you know, I love you too. Like having, just being really sweet and not being afraid to like, to hold back not trying to hold back to in order to be cool or to seem like oh i don't have emotions or anything like that you know that is that is more masculine energy right um and i just i really desire to cultivate femininity and um yeah so anyway i hope that i hope that you all enjoyed this episode i enjoyed making it and thinking about it and i really just enjoy observing my daughter and her cute, uh, natural, like feminine tendencies. So, um, yeah, I look forward to hearing what you all have to say and I'll talk to you next week.